Ever quit a job, ever redefined yourself with anyone, ever started something in one big or failed? Quit is a call-in show where I try to help people sort out their lives, reevaluate their options, kick their crummy corporate stooge jobs to the curb, and start something awesome. This is a live call-in show, and you can call into the show by dialing our Austin number, 512-518-5714. How do you know that number, Hattie Cook? Oh, it's just memorized. Oh, really? Yeah. Or are you looking at the... How do you know that? Because I've had to type it into the chat room so many times. Really? Yeah. Because I, I don't even know the number. I don't know the to leave a voicemail, though. No, I, I don't want people to do that. Because I got bad about listening to those. That's Hattie Cook. She's the account manager and producer here at 5 by 5 I'm Dan Benjamin. Today is... Gosh, I don't even need to look up the don't date Don't even for need us. to look up the date. It is January 1st, 2014. First time I've said 2014 on a show. Well, the... On in, in reference to the actual year. Right. You're oh, right. Amplify. I'm ready. I'm already done with 2014 or something. And you meant 2013. Yeah, but I know I am done with 2014 already. Already? Mm-hmm. It's boring. So far, nothing good has happened. Yeah. Not a couple good things. It's only been like a few hours. It's only four. Yeah. Well, 4.40. Who knew the line would be so long to get food? It nearly My killed gosh. me. I almost died. Literally, I almost died. All right. We now know that no one makes their own breakfast on <laughs> the first day right, of the year. Right. Even if, even if it's 1.30 and you're trying to eat lunch. Doesn't even happen. It's been a while since I've done one of these episodes of, uh, of has, Quit. Too has. long. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Look, did you see the sticky note on the bottom of that one? It says, won't pair. <laughs> won't pair. Won't, I I won't just, apple. I should Get have it? just Get drawn it? a pear on it. Excuse me! So, uh, basically, uh, there's been a couple weeks where I haven't done a Quit. And one of them, uh, we were sick, right? And then another one, uh, uh. I was sick. And then uh, my voice gave out last week horribly. Yeah. But I managed to suffer through it when, when Jim came in here, Jim Dalrymple. Jimmy D. And uh, that was great having him in that here. That was awesome. He's a guy who's quit a lot of his jobs. What do you think about it? Started something different. Tried something different. He's done that. But I wanted to do a... Uh, Hattie, what do you think of this? I wanted to do an all-call-in oh show. Oh my god! I know. It's kind of hard to believe. I, yeah, you have the soundboard out, don't you? Uh, no. Yes. What do you mean? These are just your natural Right, reactions. this is just my, the random sounds that I just expel. So what do you think of doing a call-in show? <gasps> I know, I was excited about it also, and uh, I'm glad to do it. It's been a while since we've just done a pure call-in show, and I tweeted about it, and I said, listen, if you want to call into the show, now's your chance, 512-518-5714. We've got, look at this, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight calls stacked oh. up. See, that's what you do when you berate the, the listeners. You get good calls. So keep in mind, if you've been on hold, I will get to you. I promise you. I will Stay get to there. your call. So don't hang up. Somebody hung up like a schmuck. And I said, listen, I'm not forget. I'm not doing the show. And I said, you can call up, talk about anything. It's a call-in show today. And yeah. that's what I think. You know what? I'm going to rename this show. Yeah? What do you mean? Because people, th- and here people are like, Quit is the perfect name of a show. Why would you change it? It's exactly what it's about. It's perfect. I agree with you. It's perfect. But. Keeping you up, Hattie? I think so. But here's the problem with this. Is that uh, that people think it's a show about stopping smoking. 
They think oh, it's a show weird. about stopping smoking, A. Or like quitting bad habits. Yeah, A, it's about quitting smoking, or two, they think that it's uh, about literally about quitting your job, which it's really not. It's about quitting your mindset. It's about changing your mind. It's about reevaluating. Changing. It's about and reevaluation. It is. And people, a lot of people are saying, oh, you know what? You could call it re, re, reboot, retool, pivot. And all those are neat kind of names. Yeah. That have to do with what you're actually talking about. But another good suggestion I kind of like, which harkens back to a really great back to work episode since the whole kind of name for quit and, and the, the idea for the show uh-huh. kind of was born within the context of stuff Merlin and I were talking about. Uh, and much credit to, to Merlin for that is uh, grit, which is kind of I a love neat. that. I don't love the word grit, but it does. You wouldn't have to edit uh, the actual right. word. I quit wouldn't need much. to change anything. Change the Q U I T G R I T. Just change the Q to a G with a magic marker, and I'm basically done. You're basically done. If a single one of these calls drops, Hattie, um, forget it. I'm you're, ca- just turning, sh- you're not even saying bye. You're just going to shut the stream The whole off. show, I'll shut it off and it'll be done midstream. I don't want to catch anything. Well, neither do I. Thanks, Hattie Bot. <sighs> so I'm in here on the first. And I'm doing a show in here on the first to talk to you guys. Because he loves you. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. The time, new time of year. First of the year. People do these New Year's resolutions, and Merlin is, and I have talked about New Year's resolutions. And it really, what it is is, you, you're people are looking for an excuse to change their lives. They're looking for an excuse yeah. to come up with something different, right? Yep. They're looking for a reason to say this stupid habit that I have, this piece of crap attitude that I have, this lousy situation that I'm in. It's time to change it. Well, you know what? They're changing the last number of the year, so that's a good reason to do it. But you know what? That's not a, that's not really, I order you to go, I command you to go get coffee. I don't, I won't drink it. I need the water though. That's my water. Can I have it, please? Well, no, I, I need that. I need it's it. It's my, I gotta have it. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> but they're looking for an excuse. I need it. I gotta there, have that's it. The one there it is. Okay. All right. Well, I think because and the soundboard has never sounded so good. Listen, okay, couple good. couple things. So this is what I'm going to talk about right now, and then I'm going to get to these calls. But here now, I'm getting excited about this. Yeah, I have a topic New Year's idea. Resolutions? N- not resolutions. That's Merlin's thing. But the idea of starting something and 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 being afraid to do it, being afraid to talk. Okay, so listen. Th- no. Why not? Mm. Are you going to backwash on purpose? Mm-hmm. Ah, it's good water. That. You're the worst. Here's why I won't do two shows a night anymore, babe. Do you really want this? I won't do. Yeah. Fine. It's yours now. Uh, so, basically, you 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 get the idea that you want to start something. You want to do you want to do something. You want to start something new. I have a few projects that I'm working on. I'm writing a book about podcasting. But why have I not blogged or tweeted or done anything about it yet? Because it's not done. And because, I, okay, listen to me. I get the whole concept of Kickstarters. In yeah. if you're if you're going to do something that's going to cost money to produce, and what does cost money to produce mean? Let me just explain what I'm talking about explain. here. I've got a lot of uh, pent up stuff I've got to talk about over the last few weeks of not doing a quit. Because I'm starting to feel like people who are kickstarting things they don't have to kickstart. Right. Well, I need, I need, I need to know that I'm going to make at least five thousand dollars, or I'm not doing the book. 
I'm not going to write anything unless I know I'm getting money to do it. Just write it and make it so awesome that people will be unable to not buy it. That's that's what you need to do. Uh, to, don't kickstart something that you just sit down and do. I think people, Come on. Are, people are just so scared to fail that they so need So what? Then fail and fail in front of everybody need, and you'll do it better the next time. I'm sick and tired. I'm going to kickstart Like, okay, well, at least I know this many people will buy my book. It's to just take a risk in life. Well, and sit down and, you know what, you're not wasting time if it's good. Well, also, you're not writing the book for them. You're writing the book for yourself. That's something you're completing. It's a project it's your project. So be happy about the fact that you people completed kick, it. Hattie, people kickstarting a book. That could, Here's what you need to kickstart. Here's what you need to kickstart. Remember that little paper airplane that you put the little <gasps> yeah, motorized thing really on? That we covered cool. that on the frequency. Uh-huh. That thing right there. Okay, that. Because you're going to be prototyping. You're going to have it requires to look up physical things. And, yeah. and you need to say, you know what? I have to go and spend $10,000 to get the stuff that and I hire need. An and hire an actual aerial engineer to go and figure out how we're going to do this. Right. So, Hattie, let me make my point here. Go. My point is, I'm sick and tired of people kickstarting stuff that's just their own time and they're they're terrified to take a risk they're terrified to go and do something so i'm writing this podcasting book you know what maybe nobody buys this thing maybe i spend uh uh, you know a hundred i don't know how long it's going to take to finish writing it because i've got a lot to cover in there i know you do i'm going to be talking about the gear i'm going to be talking about the recording i'm going to be talking about the software i'm going to be talking about why we use skype why you know all of these things how we rig everything up why i've got 10 Mac minis in here and why you could probably do it with two or less. You know what I mean? All of this, I'm going to answer all these questions. It's going to be for beginners, intermediate, everything. I haven't talked about this thing at all because I'm still doing it. And you know what? If I'm done with it and eight people buy it, I still wrote the damn thing. It's still out there. I still put it out there. You know what I mean? And this way, if it takes me another month to write it, if it takes me another year to write it, if it takes me 10 years to write it, it's up to me, and people aren't sitting around waiting. For, I mean, they're waiting for it in the fact that now I've mentioned it and they know about it. But look, what if it takes me a year? What if it takes me two? I'm not promising anybody anything. I'm not taking money from anything. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do and, and, and if Why I rush And you know it? what? If, if, I, if I never get done with it because I feel like it's never good enough for anyone else to see, that's my business. True. Stop kickstarting stuff. You don't have to kickstart. Calmer than you are. I'm serious. So that's number one. I'm sick and tired of it. Spend a little bit of the money that you have. If you think it's going to be so great, spend your own money first. And no offense to Andy, okay? Bayo's he's the best. And it's a great, but I just feel like people are using it for stuff that it, they don't have to use it for. You know, borrow money from your friends if you if you have to. Uh, just do something. I don't know. It, like I, I feel it's becoming, somebody in the chat room said it's becoming diluted. It's becoming diluted. Like crazy. Like crazy. It used to be like really good things were on there. Now it's like, well, I thought of a better shoelace and uh, I'm going to make a pack of two for $90 because they're a special color and they're made in Portland. Anyway. And everybody funds everything. Have you seen that? Well, I'll give them a dollar. Right. That's why I think the, I like the projects that are like, they start at like 50 bucks is the first one. Like, you have to really be invested in this. Holy cow says a local place did a Kickstarter to remodel their storefront. 
That's interesting. That's yeah. Because that's a physical thing that well, you need also, money for. Maybe also, you know stores are always at break even. Think about this. It's something that if has a single to, one of these calls drops. It involves the community. I'm stopping the show. It involves the community. So people that actually genuinely would like that storefront that to be redone, then fund it, and, and then you know it'll what? happen. If you're right? a restaurant, you're probably scraping oh, to yeah. get by. Yeah. You don't have. So I think all restaurants should kickstart or something. I'm upset about this because I feel like they're abusing the system and I don't like that. Anyway, the point is you want to, you want to start something and you want to do it and you wait for the clock to strike midnight and then it's the first and you're like, well, I'm going to do this. But the reality of it is you don't, you don't need that. You can start something new any day that you want to start something new. You can try something new any day. And it's weird how the mind feels like it needs to, it needs that excuse. Everybody else is doing this thing on the first. And what's your resolution? I haven't made a resolution ever really in, in years well, and years Well, I just and years. don't understand why some people can't. Like it's it's just another day. Yes, it's kind of a more of symbolic milestone like fresh start, new year, new date, new new me, you know, that kind of thing. But it's still a day. Like you could start, I could start doing my New Year's resolutions two weeks from now. Because it's they're never based any, on they're you, never any, not... They're never any good. They're what? never any good. Have New you ever kept... No, they're never any good. They're weird and... No, you forget them by, like, the first them. month. You forget them after January. So the other day I'm sitting there and Cash, my six-year-old kid, is like... He's like, uh, do you want to be rich? He asked me this. I said, well, yeah, I think everybody kind of wants to be rich. In a way. I'm not talking about, you know, Tibetan monks or whatever. But like generally, like, Hattie, would you rather be rich or not? Of course you wouldn't want to be rich. Right. Like who who wouldn't I'm not saying that you wanna that, I'm not saying you wanna be big pimping on a yacht. I'm just saying like, wouldn't it be nice to have enough money you don't have to worry about money anymore? Right. And rich is, you know, different to every person. Rich may be, oh my gosh, I finally have, you know, eight hundred dollars in my bank account. Yeah. You I know? remember so, Okay, so rich, listen, listen to this. I remember this. When I was uh probably you know, about five years out of school, I was doing consulting work. And one of the recruiters, I used to work with not headhunters, but consulting companies. And I don't know if these are around quite as much as they used to be, but basically it's like, let's start a consulting company and we're going to go and we, we will go and get a contract with, let's say a local, you know, like Dell, for example, they're mm-hmm. here, right? And we'd say, you know what, we've got, uh, we've got five software developers on staff who could go in and write code xyz for you and instead of them going to work there permanently like the way a headhunter would place you there oh right they work for us our consulting company until the project is done and then we put them somewhere else and and the and and dell pays us a hundred dollars an hour and then we pay them sixty dollars an hour because we're paying their health benefits and we're making our own profit on the hourly rate and everything else Mm -hmm. and i was doing that kind of work and i remember talking to some recruiter about something and we were talking and, and and i remember her we were talking about savings or something like that. And one of the things that she said to me is that we somehow the number of $20,000 in a bank account, and we were talking about right. that. And she looked at me and she said, if I had $20,000 in a bank account, you think I'd be here right now? I'd be sitting on a beach in Mexico. And I, I looked at her like, uh, like 
twenty thousand dollars is is not that much money. You right, know? like that was your cap. That was like like twenty thousand dollars is life changing enough for her yeah. that she's gonna. I'm not. You know, I know people who are in debt for, at ten k or, oh, yeah. or more, and like twenty k, like that's gonna that's gonna free their mind up big time. But like twenty k is not. I'm moving to Mexico. Money, right? How long is that going to last in Mexico? Well, in Mexico, that might actually last you a little. How while. long will that last? I know you've been. I don't there. know. A peso, a hundred. No, no, I don't know. Pesos is like a dollar. But, but what is that? So it buy. But what's the? I don't know. You've been there anyway. You're gonna have to tell me. Just one just, time. Well, I think a call. I think a call. No, it didn't. I'm serious. Serious. <gasps> if I, I'm going to get to these He's calls, that like but a if hawk. a single one of these callers drops, there's somebody who's been on hold 38 minutes. If they drop off right now, you know who I'm talking to. Six one nine. If you drop, you will end the show for everybody. None of these other calls will get taken, and we will stop talking. And I'll just do a post uh, sponsorship. Drop it in the mill. Now this will be that episode. You can all, and you know what? I'll, re- I'll read the guy's number on the phone too, uh, on the read on the show too. Number. Everyone will be able to call him six one nine. Watching you six one nine. I'm watching you. I wonder if they're in the chat room. I've uh, you know, people might be calling to talk about the Chrome, uh, the Nexus Seven. I almost said Chromecast. Nexus Seven. The Nexus Seven Chromecast. And Nexus Seven Chromecast. The they've TV. They've come on the TV. TV. I got to get you saying TV. TV. Put. So I just. Starting something new. Uh, so I'm writing this book. I don't know how long it's going to take. It might never get done. I'm not kickstarting it. I'm not promoting it on a website. I'm nope. not trying to get signups. I'm not taking emails for people so I can notify them when I'm halfway done. I thought about all of this stuff. What I might do is I might put, because I have the new podcasting equipment guide done. Uh-huh. Oh, Remember, I finished yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, And I may put that up on the new, what will become the book site. And As people like a little like, teaser. People are like, well, you really should take email addresses and email and notify people if they want the book. And uh, I don't know. You could convince me. But like, like we're starting a bunch of new shows here. We get a, a bunch of new segments. We're bringing in shows from other, other places. Mm-hmm. The ad network that we run is selling for a, a lot more podcasts and podcast Perfect. networks now. And, and we're bringing in podcasts to sell for and we're representing a lot more stuff. A lot of exciting stuff behind the scenes here that I can't talk about or that I won't talk about because it's not done or it's still a work in progress. And that's a frustrating feeling. Some, when you know something is going to happen or you want to talk about something that's exciting, you can't. Because then you set people's expectations. Right. It's like you're setting your own expectations when... You're, you're setting your, your New Year's resolution, you're setting yourself up to fail. Because if it's something that you're doing uh, only because it's the first of the year, and that, that you're using that as a people, well, it's good that you, you know, you waited to get, uh, you're going to do, no. What does that sound? Sounds like a call. Did I take a call without meaning Hello? to? Hello? It's a sad sound. It was like a little. It was a little wit. What is that? Do you hear that? Is that you? No. <laughs> I'm trying to make that same sound. And I, I like the studio the way it is. You know. Yeah, I like it too. We're just not set up to have a live studio audience right now. No, we're not. You had a listener come by and I had to, I had to kick him out. I felt terrible about it. 
That was an insane day. I felt really bad. I had to. I, I literally know. had to kick out one of our best listeners and say, you need to leave because we're not set up for this right now and the server's going down and we have a sponsor freaking out and my kid is sick. Right. All right, I'm going to take one of these callers. Before I do, I'm going to do our sponsor. Our first sponsor. Our first sponsor. You know, I love these guys, Squarespace. I know you do. They sponsor a lot of podcasts, but let me, let me, t- you know, I'm going to put a marker in and make Zach really happy. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about Squarespace. And, and I can do what no other podcaster can do when it comes to doing this spot right here. Okay, this is solid gold. I will make you a personal, I will make you a personal guarantee. (gasps) I have more Squarespace sites, number one, than any other American. Number two, (laughs) number two than any other podcaster easily. I think I would believe that. Every site pretty much except 5x5 is a Squarespace site. Yep. For example, baconmethod.com which teaches you how to make perfect bacon in like three steps and is perfect, crispy, and delicious every time. You told me you just tried the bacon. Yes, it was perfect. The back of my oven is a little hot, though. Is that a euphemism? No. So, on this site, here's something really cool. I said, you know what? I'm going to put the instructions on the the front page. So I put the instructions up on the page. People can go there and look at it. And then I started getting emails from people. Uh... What kind of pan should I use? I don't know. I said, okay, you know what? I'll put a little tools page on there. Simple as that. Put on a tools page or gear, whatever I call it. And lo and behold, I said, you know, I want to link up some Amazon stuff in here, but I want to make sure that I get my affiliates. I want to get, you know, I want to get, I want to, I want to get what's mine. I get what I'm due. I would like to make 58 cents every time somebody buys a glass pan. Why would, you know, why not? So Squarespace has a thing that's built in. So all you have to do is put in your Amazon affiliate link. And that's it. And anytime you add an Amazon link, it's going to automatically put in your, add your affiliate code to it. You just put a link anywhere in your whole site. Could be in a blog post, could be on a whatever. Genius. So many little things. Squarespace has thought of so many, so many things. little things. You can make a blog. You can make a gallery like what we do on ArcherAvenue.com. Okay, that's that's another example. Archer Avenue. That's the name of the uh, of the company that uh, that that we do our. You know, it's the ad network. And if you go and you you click around there, we've got different contact forms. Squarespace handles all of that. It's all amazing. It. All you need to do is go in there and you build a contact form, and the most amazing thing is going to happen. You're going to have an option to have the data that's collected from that contact form go right into a Google document. You can have it add them right to a MailChimp newsletter. You can have it email you. All of these things. It's like every little thing that you want to do when you're building a website, they've already created it. They've already done it. When you go to the, when you go to the main page and you scroll down and you see under our hosts where it shows little pictures of, of all the different hosts that we represent, scroll down our network and shows, those are little tiny image galleries. But how did I create it? I created a gallery, an image gallery of it, and then you just embed the gallery and no one ever sees the main gallery. But you have this perfect grid of thumbnails just created for you. Pixel perfect, responsive, adaptive. They've thought of everything. Go now to squarespace.com. Sign up, free trial, import your content from your favorite blog, from your favorite, favorite publishing it. system. 10% off 
after the trial ends, squarespace.com, the code that you want to use, stooge, S-T-O-O-G-E, one, number one, stooge, one, 10% off. I'm t- and you sign up for you, you get a free domain name. How's that for starting something uh, new? They do the best. They do good work, and uh, despite the length of uh, Ryan's hair, it still is a great quite com- long. It's gone. It's crossed a point. It's crossed a line. It's crossed a point. When we first met him, it was sort of longer. But and it was long in the sense of like, I have a little bit longer hair. Right. As a woman, you felt it was okay length for a guy. Yep. And as a, as a straight guy, I can say it was cute on him. But there something happened, and it's now too long. <laughs> something and at the risk of losing him as a sponsor, I would I would like for him to cut his hair a little bit. Just saying. He pulls the ponytail. Thank off. you very much uh, to SquareSpace.com for supporting Five by Five and uh, and Ryan's hair and grit. Oh, I don't know. I'm trying it out. If it's a single one of these calls drops. Well, well, take one of those calls, Dan. All right. 619. I think it's time for uh, for 619. What do you think? Yeah. You know what? Now I'm going to make them hold a little bit longer. Ooh. I'm going to take the next one in line. All right. You're on the air. Who's this? This is Jason Filpo. How are you? Hey, Jason. How are you? Where are you calling us from? I'm calling you from Chicago at this moment. Oh, my gosh. It's cold up there, I heard. Uh, we've uh, been shoveling about uh, six inches of snow today <laughs> over wow. and over again. Can you believe that? Stop. That's crazy. All right. So were you one of the people on Twitter who said you would call in or are you just just a faithful listener? I I am a faithful listener, but I am also one of the people on Twitter that said I would call in. Are you the one with the little crazy looking dog avatar? Absolutely. That's me. Say this is him, Hattie. All right. Listen, (laughs) I love that. I I, I think it's really cool. Um, That is so, so cool. I'm usually against people not using their... I know. Uh, and you know why he sounds good? Because he he does podcasts. Oh, does he? Yeah, he does. And uh, and 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 that's why he sounds so much better than our regular callers. But because I took your advice and I have a road podcaster. See, aha. Uh-huh. See, but here's the thing, Jason. I yeah. I would is cool, and that is a that is a really cool avatar. As cool as it is, I would still like to see your face because when I meet you at a, a meetup or something somewhere, I'm gonna be walking around looking for a, a rabid dog cartoon, and then you're gonna walk up to me and you're well, gonna be like, "Oh, it's me, it's Jason." I'm like, "Who?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I have an avatar. It's <laughs> it's actually a dog and a thing." But I like it. Okay. Well, see, the story about that is, I, I the guy that did the Alien Sex Fiend album covers back in the eighties. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he made that icon. He made that icon for me. So I, I unearthed it when I was uh, doing the hard drive cleaning the other day, and I found it and I just put it up. So that's why there's the the tongue out dog uh, icon. Well, I approve of it. All right. So what's going on with you? What are you calling about? What are you doing on the first of the year? What's your New Year's resolution? What's happening to you? So here's the deal. I'm a I'm a software developer. I've been uh, I've been a website developer for 20 years, and uh, over the past year, I've fallen in love with podcasting. And I'm trying to figure out if I can make a living doing podcasting. I can tell you that so I'm, I'm very, it's I'm, likely that you could. I'm very excited about your book. Now this is the first time I've heard about it, and, and being on hold, I was I was so jazzed. I'm like, yes, I want this book. So. Um, yeah, uh, we. I've been doing a show since March, and then I started a new one in November. So I've got two shows going, and uh, it's it's really hard nowadays to 
kind of get an audience, it seems, because there's a time involvement involved with podcasting. So I'm just wondering how, how what do you recommend to, you know, go to the next level? So this is a question that I get asked a lot, and there's going to be a, there's going to be a chapter in my book about it. Would you do? Uh, <laughs> the uh, that's the you know people think that the toughest thing about podcasting is like I've been doing a show you know, and I hear I hear what you're saying a lot. I've been doing a show since X, and it's grown mm-hmm. in listenership from you know Y to Z. But I really wanted to. To, to, to really get more. I want to make more money with advertisers. I want to, I want to be able to do this for a living because you're listening to your own show, I hope. And you are, you know, and you're getting feedback from your listeners and they're saying, you know what? This is a good show. I like it. Keep doing it. But there's maybe only a thousand of those people who are listening or 4,000 or, you know, once you start to get into the 10, 20, 30 and up range, sponsors start getting interested in you. Right. We've got plenty of shows on 5x5, for example, that do not get 10,000 downloads, that do not get 20,000 downloads. They, they get way, way, way less than that. Several thousand. And by themselves, those shows are really, really tough to sell. It's really tough to go and to a sponsor. It doesn't matter how good the show is either. No, it does not, Hattie. It does not matter if, if it's a show that is the most amazing show. It's got 2,500 downloads a week and it's incredibly great. And those 2,500 listeners are super cool and super engaged. And, and you know, and they, you tell them to go check out a site and they go check it out. You know, that, that doesn't matter enough. You need, you don't need 2,500. You need, you know, 25,000. And then you get, so what we do is we package those smaller shows up and we sell them together as a unit. So we might take three or four shows that together are 20, 30, 40,000 downloads and say, okay, you can sponsor all of these shows together. But where does that leave you, the guy with a really great show or two, and only five, 10,000 downloads, which is still a lot. Keep in mind, that's 10,000 people. 10,000 people. 10,000 human beings. When you visualize that in a room or in a football field, you know, like that's a lot of people all downloading your show. That's a lot. But in terms of what sponsors want to look at, they want tens of thousands to just to even even look at you. So how do you do it? Is iTunes the way to do it? Does being in new and noteworthy on iTunes make a difference? The answer is not really. No. Not really. No. No. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to tell you right now. I my new show is in new and noteworthy for film and television, mm-hmm. and uh, it was always it was always like you know the holy grail to get in new and noteworthy. And I, I built this new show just to be a new and noteworthy so I could do the metrics on what it was to be a new and noteworthy. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many uh, downloads I get a day? Five. <laughs> Five new downloads for being on the homepage of TV and movies, right. one of the most you know contested iTunes things. So, yeah, it's tough. That That's the... The holy grail there is gone. It's, it's really gone. tough. And because, you know, because right now podcasting, it's interesting. And I've talked about this before. When podcasting first was a thing that iTunes supported, uh, almost all of the podcasts there were were pretty bad. They were pretty low quality. And people like Adam Curry and Leo Laporte at Twit and, you know, and other places uh, really, really improved what we think of as the as the standards and really helped set the bar for like, 
at, at the at the very least, you know, there's people who love and, and and people who don't love those shows. Say what you want about the content. Say what you want about the hosts. I don't care about that. I'm just talking purely about the the audio quality. You know, the audio quality Absolutely, alone. Yeah. You, you and I can argue and say, "Oh, I think Leo's great." And, oh, I think Leo's not great. Doesn't matter. The audio quality is stellar. Mm-hmm. And and even just that, mm-hmm. showing people with their crappy Logitech headsets. That No, that's not going to cut it in podcasting, but now you can go out and get a road podcaster and you can record a show and have it be high quality and you can do a double ender. You can, you know, record with mix minus like we do, whatever. And you can have, you know, a high quality show and you can put it out there, but now the content really does matter. But now it's so easy to make a show that sounds pretty good that there are now far, far, far too many shows for people and finding your individual show is darn near impossible it, it, and and that's the reality you may have a great show that's yeah, just Jason. getting lost among how many shows that there are so out there. so how do you fix that the yeah. only the only way that i've found uh honestly and and you probably know what i'm going to say is is join up with a network that already has the ability to help cross promote shows or a website or a thing on itunes or something that that that's going to help you get the word out about it because that does make a difference if you were to be on yeah. five by five and I was going to say, Hey, you got to check out Jason's brand new show, by the way, it's this, that, and the other thing, you know, like, um, Moises just did a show. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you for calling. I think it's mm-hmm. called where he's talking to people who do like help desk and support and stuff like that. And we released a pilot episode of that on the, on the specials, uh, feed, you know, the RSS feed under five by five, which has tens of thousands of subscribers. Well, it's a really great way to put it in front of people who are going to say, Oh man, I want that to be a show. Because then they, they start out trusting the network. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, I'm, I'll give that a shot. Right. I mean, that's one way to do it. it, uh, it it's tough. You've got to no, get people on there who, who are going to help cross-promote you. You've got to get people to help promote you. That's yeah. what you need. So do you think like independent podcasters can survive without being part of a network nowadays? Oh, absolutely. Or no, they have to join I, a network. That I, okay. First of all, yes. I think independent podcasters can absolutely do it. I think it's harder and harder for somebody who's not already known to do that now than it was three, four, five years ago. For example, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll pick on Gary Vaynerchuk. Huge, huge, huge following. If he said, I'm going to do a daily podcast, a weekly podcast, whatever, that's like instantly he's got millions of downloads. Instantly. Millions of downloads. If, uh, it, look at, look at Tom Merritt. Out on his own now. He doesn't need us. He doesn't need anybody. He can do whatever he wants to do. You know what I'm saying? But he he got to start with from a network. Correct. He got to start from a network he, because he was part he, of CNET. He, you know? did, so he did. He built his brand before he went out on his own. But now that he's out on but, his own, but, he doesn't but the, need the it. The point of Gary is the, no. The point you had with Gary is valid because he started wine was it wine library daily on his own. Yep, wine library TV before. And, and yeah, and, and that's, as, as but he started it, he started it years ago at a time when there was not this, uh, proliferation of all of this stuff happening all at one time. So the difference, yeah. the difference is, let's say that there's a, a, a lady right now sitting in, uh, in, in, in six inches of snow in Chicago with something great to say. <laughs> and she's, she goes out and she spends 350 bucks. She's got a nice mic. She's got a nice thing. She interviews people. And, uh, and she sits there and, and says, you know what? That's a really great show. This show's as good as anything you're going to find on radio. This is going to be the best podcast ever. And she does it and she does a show every week and they're outstanding shows. And she says, why am I only getting 750 downloads an episode? Because, and you, and, and, and it might 
be the best show out there. It's impossible now. Unless, and, and if she keeps doing it, and eventually the right person hears it, and the right person might be Conan, o, Conan O'Brien. Might per, the right person might be me. The right person might be, you know, who's that, uh, who's that one you like, Hattie? Hmm? That actor. The Doogie. Uh, oh, Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. I love him. He tweeted about Uncrate.com. Oh, yeah. Which my friend. That. He tweeted about that. The traffic doubled overnight. And those people stayed with it because he's like, oh, one of my favorite sites is Uncrate. Like, that's all he said. He said that in an interview or something. That, and the fact that that was completely genuine. You yeah. know, that wasn't a sponsored post or something like right? that. It was just, I genuinely like this one site. Right. And, I mean, he's known for great fashion and I know that people want to be like him in yeah. general. So why wouldn't you? So, you know, Something like that, that can change it. But that's all part of promotion. That fits into the category of promotion. You know what I'm saying? And and it, yep. it, it may be beyond your reach to promote the thing that you're doing. So you may not have a choice. You may have to try and join up with somebody. Or you may have to work with other people to get it. Uh, there's no easy answer. But but the answer, the, the bigger okay. answer to your first question is yes, you can make a living doing it if you... <laughs> If if you make money doing it, okay. So it's shoe leather. It's a lot of shoe leather that needs to get. I burned. think so. I mean, you need to promote this thing every single possible way, not in an obnoxious way, but put it in your signature, uh, in your in your email, have it in your bio, in your Twitter. Um, when yeah, you come out yeah. with a new show, tweet about it. Try to say funny things so you get more followers. Tell your friends about it. Have a guest on the show. Do something who's, special, you know, online that might draw people just to you in general. Yeah. And then, hey, I do other things too. Yeah, yeah, that stuff's no brainers. That's uh, we're down with that for sure. You got to do so, it. I, okay, so pimp, pimp, I, yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to let you go, Jason. But t- pimp your show, and then, then uh, we'll see if we can get some more listeners from us. So over to you. All right. Well, thank you very much. No, pimp, pimp your show. Um, do my it. Show is, my show is grumpyoldgeeks.com. And uh, our secondary show, which is uh, doesithavelegs.com, which is a movie review show for old 80s movies and uh, tells you if they still uh, stand the test of time. All right, so I'm going to, I'll even put, I'll tell you what, I'll even put these in the show notes for you. And uh, I hope that, uh, I hope you do it. Get out there and start making some money. Good luck. All right, right, take care of yourself. I appreciate it, Dan. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Good luck. Bye. When I click hang up, it should hang up. It doesn't right away. 619, he's just sitting there waiting. He knows it's going to come soon. It's going to come soon. It's going to happen. Mm. But not now. No, nope. I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll take it. <gasps> 619, who's this? Don't stop. Don't stop the show. I've, I've, I stood by you. All right. Who who are you? Um, Brad. Brad. That's good. Where are you calling from, Brad? Uh, I'm calling from the West. And I'm being a little cagey. That's all right. I I get get the picture. uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, I love my job, and I'm not looking to do anything else. But uh, I guess the call is about job security. Yeah. We all know that's... The myth. Not. Yeah. Yeah. So... I have, by the way, when 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 you said your name was Brad, I'm imagining you... 
as as Brad Pitt from Fight Club. Just FYI, that's the picture I have in my mind. Not far off. Okay. Not that far off, except uh, I'm older than Brad Pitt. I'm mm. I'm old. I'm like older than Merlin Man. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah, I know. This is oh a first because there's not though. there's not a lot of people. If, I mean, first of all, there's not a lot of people able to use a computer who are I know who are in that <laughs> age category. True. That's True. amazing. All but right. I so what's my bill, so I'm okay? <laughs> so what's what, what? What about job security? Are you thinking about? I mean, are you? I mean, obviously, somebody well, as close to retirement uh, as you needs to be careful. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I'm in a business, um, and I'll call it traditional media. Okay. Where um, I've had three bosses in the last year and a half. Oh, my gosh. And through no other reason than these guys are just moving on. Mm-hmm. But we're looking to bring in the next guy. And every time this happens, I think, what if... X person comes in mm-hmm. and says, you know, I really want to do something else. And I know this guy that I've worked with before and it has nothing to do with the job we're doing or the job that we've done or how people think of this. He's just going to bring it someone else. Mm-hmm. And the position that I'm in now is not common. You know, there's probably, I don't know, a hundred, 200 guys or women doing this job mm. in the United States. But, um, I'm good. It's at like, lob, like, like, uh, it, it crab has, fishing has, or something. It, it ha- no, no, it's creative. Okay. It's, it's a design of one sort of an, or another. And, uh, I'm a pretty good manager. I have been told that, which is nice. Like, like but, compliment uh, me or you're fired. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. That seems to work. Yeah. But I'm, I want to know if there are, are, is any advice you have for me to start thinking kind of laterally, you know, it's like, Oh, I need another job in this doing the same thing. And my wife says, you know, you could be a manager anywhere. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not so sure about that. So how do I think about my skills in a way where I can say, oh, you know, I, I would be a good fit there? Yeah, I mean, it, that's really tough. Uh, you know, there, yeah. there, is, there is something to be said for job security in the sense of, you know, you, you, you are at a place, you've been there for a while, very few people in the world mm-hmm. doing what you do. And see, that's that's something that changes the philosophy of job security a, a little bit. If you're the only yeah. guy in town who is a you know, the only you're the only plumber in town, literally the only plumber in town, you, you know, you're going to get business. Now, another uh, or let's say snowplow, you know, operator uh, when yeah. when, you know, plow king shows up. Uh, they may take your business away if they have better commercials. You know, Mr. Plow is only going to go so far. Yeah. Plow King shows up and better commercials will take your business. And 
you know, and then even as an independent person, you've got the competition, you've got the, the lack of job security. Uh, yeah. But what you're doing, you know, because I don't know what it is. I don't know anything else that's, that's going on about it. It's, yeah, it's tough to 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 switch places. Uh, a friend of mine had been working for a long time at a shipping company, uh, one of the big ones, <laughs> and left that to do something completely different at a startup here in Austin. And come yeah. to find out that maybe the company that he switched to work for, they may be changing their business model and doing something completely different in the very near future. <laughs> which is really bad for him. And he walked away from, you know, it's not like he had especially good benefits. It's not like they treated him well. He certainly didn't make good money. So it was good for him to get out of there anyway, but he did leave a company where he'd been for many, many years. And yeah, you know, there's, there's something to be said that's easy to forget about the comfort of just knowing, knowing your, your your place in a way i know that sounds kind of bad but knowing your place knowing what you're supposed to be doing knowing uh knowing you know where you're driving to in the morning and what it's going to be like there and what the people that you work with are and you know then you kind of get the rug pulled out from under you when when you get three different bosses in in a year things like that yeah exactly yeah you know if you're going to make a switch and you're going to make a change you want to kind of make sure that it's not just lateral in the sense of I'm doing the same thing for another company. You want to do it in, in, in a sense of I'm doing the same thing for another company that I like and I like that company better. Oh, and absolutely. So is that an option for yeah. you and what you're doing like in your town? Uh, in my town? No, I would have to move hundreds of miles away to do this same thing. So it's not, it's not just about switching jobs for you it would be literally physically moving yeah if they said you know what you know we're going to give you a month to find a new job i would have to you know call people on the east coast and in the midwest and say hey you have anything yeah and we'd be moving probably yeah i mean that's that's a lot man that's a lot yeah. You know, there are a lot of high tech companies in town and, you know, I don't even know if there are any positions that are looking for someone with my skills. But if I start looking, people are going to say, oh, he's starting to look. Right. You know, because they'd know it. It's having an exit strategy. Yeah. Yeah. They'd know it. Yeah, that's tough. So, and, it, and it's definitely scary. Um <laughs> it's definitely a scary thing because you know, you're in this situation where when you want to make that move, that experimental step to look around and try things out, it's actually yeah. a pretty big public step and it, it, it implies a lot of things. Uh, how do you, you have a friend who, uh, who you might not want to identify, but who you can talk about, uh, their concerns when they were, uh, trying in, in a big town, Mm-hmm. looking around at a different job. Yeah. I mean, even in a big town in a small industry or just a close knit <clears throat> yeah. industry, you know, word might get out that you're looking and, you know, and things like that. And that's what, um, what my friend was concerned about. And that certainly was the case. <laughs> um, like word got back yeah, word to got the boss. Back and, you know, people were asking the higher ups were like, Oh, so, 
I heard you might be looking for something else. And it's like, oh, great. That's exactly what I didn't want to happen. <laughs> right, because, because yeah. you know, if as an employer, if you find out that your employee is going around looking for something else, that's that's incredibly, you know, that's incredibly disheartening because it's like, great, what am I doing wrong as an employer? And you also have that feeling of like, traitor, you can leave right now if you're not happy here. You should have come to me first. You know, I mean, and and... and yeah, uh, and it's tough. It's not even necessarily that you're unhappy. You're just, you know, you're just covering your options. And this is, you know, this is why I'm being kind of cagey. Is I, I can I can retire at this place, and I would still be challenged every day. So why do you want to leave so bad? Why do you want to leave so bad? I don't want to leave. I'm I'm afraid that someone, you know, the new guy could come in and say, you know what. I don't like your style. I'm going to bring someone else in. So it's not about me looking to leave. It's me being forced to leave. Well, then wait till you're forced to leave. Um, because it sounds like the process, yeah. if, if you're not unhappy, if this situation with, yeah. uh, you know, with, with managers or your boss changing and everything else, if that changes... Uh, and and you're unhappy, then you could really think about it. But if you're challenged and happy, like you're saying, and you've got security, and you'd have to move and do a whole bunch of other things, which would suck. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, like keep doing a great job and make it so that you know when when the new person comes in and they look around, they're like, can't do it without Brad. Make it, you know. Yeah. I I mean, I know That's it's a myth to things. say that you have job security, but make it so that it's obvious that you're. In, that you're doing something that's important. And I think if, if a new person comes uh, in and they don't, they don't see that, uh, then maybe it's, you know, it's something you could have done better, but at the very least, like respond to it then. And if you're smart, like think about that as a possibility and start saving money uh, and start getting ready for it and have a conversation with, with uh, yeah. you know, with you, with your wife of like, okay, I don't think this is going to happen. And I'm kicking ass right now in my job. And I think anybody new who comes in is going to see that. I'm going to make sure as I can that they're going to see it. But where would you want to move if, you know, if, if this happened? Yeah, yeah. We actually talk about that a lot. So, Well, that's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, I forgot my other point. You're making good points. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's you're 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 doing. It sounds to me like you're doing it the right way, in that you're you're being careful about it. You're not rushing into anything. I think it's a kind of a, oh, you no. know, do a great job and sit and wait and see what happens. It may it may just be that the next guy that they bring in or the next lady they bring in is the best boss that you've ever had, and they see what you can do and they see what you are, and you get a raise. Like that could happen too. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's what happened with my last boss, but he didn't even last a year. <laughs> well, listen, man. I mean, I'm so, I'm cu- I'm curious to see what you do, and you get to call us back and 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 let me know what you do. Yeah, if I uh, if the hammer drops, I'll I'll let you know. Yeah, either way, give us an update. But yeah, one of, to your point about you know doing a good job this last year with this new guy who just left, I really concentrated on doing a, a, you know, a better job yeah, and, you know, anticipating his needs and, you know, everyone else's needs. And that really helped raise my game. Mm-hmm. So that was good. I learned a lot. So I'm ready to just step it up one more notch. Yeah. Do it. 
No, nobody will fault yeah. you. Nobody will fault you for excelling at your job. <laughs> I hope. I hope not. It's true. All right. So listen. Call us back. Let us know what happened. Yeah. Good. Good luck to you, Brad. Great. Thanks, Thanks for the call. I think he's going to be all right. I'm just. I don't think you. I don't think you run away from something that. Uh, that's good just because of what might happen. Well, I might get a bad boss later. Well, everyone should just go in. Right. One day you might get a bad while well, I'm getting out. But if you start planning for it now, you have your contingency plan. You can say to yourself, okay, this could happen. What would I do if that happened? Hmm. I've had boss, I've had a, a boss change out. And the new boss was way worse than the old boss. The old boss didn't care what we did. She made it fun. It was like a big old party. And uh, the new boss, she had a whole different way of doing things. And it was procedural and difficult and not fun. And I didn't like it and I didn't stay there very long and neither (laughs) did the other people who were forced to work for her. We missed the old boss. And a big part of why you work work somewhere is a lot of the time because of the people that you work with. I mean, sure, you want to further your career. You want to make good money. You want to be respected. You want to be challenged. But you also want to like the people that you work with and, and what you do. And if that's not a good match, then, you know, that, that can play sometimes an even bigger role. You have a boss who's, you know, great to work with and challenges you and inspires you. Well, you you might be willing to work for less because you feel rewarded and challenged and you have fun. Coworkers is the same way. Let's see. Still got all of our calls? Yeah, and more coming in. Sometimes I click the the button to take a call and and, and nothing happens. And whoever wrote this software... Should be shot. Oh, I wrote it. Hey there. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Um, this would be Aaron calling from uh, Toronto. Toronto! Aaron? Yeah, one of your like three Canadian listeners. So. Not, not Aaron. Uh, Aaron with the guitar, Aaron. Yeah, that would be me. That's who? Can I say your You're last so name? You're so good at, at finding these people, Dan. Can I? That's because they use their real avatar. Aaron, can I say your last name? You can. Aaron McLeod of the Clan McLeod. Come on, Highlander? Come on, nobody? No. <laughs> Highlander was a great, great movie. The, even the TV show was good, and you were in that. He's got an avatar of himself, and he's doing the right thing. I'm going to be picky about avatars. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is Aaron. this is who we're talking to, honey. Okay, there now, he is with his guitar. Now he's sitting there holding it. See, I know my listeners. I know. I know every single I mean, I know. solitary one of my listeners intimately, <laughs> and I mean intimately. Ew. No, the way you're thinking, that's Ew. how I mean it. Ew. And I pay pay a little visit to to a different one every night. Ew. It's like, uh, like Krampus. a creepy Santa, like Claus. a Krampus. Ew. Anyway, he's sitting there in his avatar, and he's you can def- you can see his whole face, 
and he's holding a guitar. He's not the guitar's not up in it's front his of his face. And you now know something about it. You know he something about it, right? Guitars. It'd be like if I had a you know a picture of me That's holding why I have a picture a, of me and Bat. You know a box of crayons. You knew I might like to draw with crayons, but I'm not holding the box of crayons in front of my face, peeking over it, so that when people meet me at a party, they'll be like, "Oh, I recognize your face, and you're the crayon guy." You're the crayon See? guy. That's what you want to do. But then you have to start thinking about, do you want to be the crayon guy? Now, Aaron has... A, I don't know if he wants to say this. I don't know if he wants to say this. Because sometimes people don't want to talk about their jobs and stuff. But Aaron, he's a, he's a software developer. He's into StarCraft, right? He writes in Rails. This is my kind of... This is my core audience right here. Am I getting this right, Aaron? You're on the ball. All right. What are you calling about? You've never called one of these shows before, and yet you've been tweeting to me for years. I've called you a couple of times. All right. What's going on with you? Make the Twitter connection. Man, what That's do, okay, though. How are um, you? So you, I'm I'm good. Um, but you brought up some really interesting topics at the start with Hattie, and we're getting a little angry, which is awesome. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and uh, I wanted to kind of bring up the concept of when you're working on different projects. Uh, kind of knowing when you should maybe, okay, I'm done with this. I want to shelve it and stuff like that. Like I've done that for one or two of uh, my projects in the past. Um, And it's a little tricky for me to know whether I should do it or not. I just kind of went with my heart um, on that. But, and other people might wonder too, but you know, obviously it's really easy to say, Hey, I have this idea. I want to start working on it. And that's a lot of the time, including myself, what one might be fired up to start a new project and start creating something new and, and all that. But then of course, as you're working on over time, you might have to touch stuff that's not as interesting in the project or it might get uninteresting or boring or you know, like you see this other shiny new thing in the corner that you want to attack. Um, so it's easy to get distracted. Yeah. Um, but I'm wondering, kind of like what's your opinion on when you're working on something and you realize it's not going to work. And I'd be happy to give you an example of mine um, as well, but I'd love to hear your opinion on that too. Yeah. I mean, give, give me the example. Okay. So, um, uh, as you know, I'm, I'm a full-time uh, Ruby developer, but uh, a while ago when I was at, um, uh, a hack day at Shopify's office a couple of years ago, um, I started on a project using their API. Mm-hmm. Um, and over time, I slowly worked on the project more um, and kind of added features to it. And then basically what it was is when, if you want to say for a week or so or a month, run, keep track of your all the orders that come through and tell people that, you know, I'm going to be able to donate 10% of the order profits to this charity. Um, so it was kind of like a, a more of a metric side of keeping track of things like that. Okay. Um, I had hooks on the social media for saying, you know, we passed $5,000 that are going to the charity and they'll post your Twitter for you and that kind of thing. Um, and I was working on it for a while and I posted it up, ran it on a server. Some people started using it and that. And, you know, I got like support requests and emails and they were running into, hey, does it do this? Uh, can it do this? I would love to see it do that. And like they had really great ideas and I thought they were very important things. But to me, most of them that I thought really important to make a product great is just not something I'd be able to really accomplish within the time I wanted to spend on it. So I ended up kind of, I removed the price cost. I removed it, I've moved it to a lower cost server and I basically just don't support it, but I'm still running it for a few people who want to actively use it. Okay. But I kind of shut the project for now. 
Okay, so this is something you like doing, and you tried to build it up, and now it, it's kind of gone and, and kind of frozen, right? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Mo- building furniture or something? Back on there? <laughs> no, I'm uh, focusing more on simple two uh, D games right now. Okay, so you've uh, you've you've changed what you're working on, and do you, are you saying that you miss this old thing now? You you miss it, and you wish you could go back Not to it. Okay, so miss it one bit. So what? what um, this what, is one thing I what, was I was right to stop working on it. Well, not really right, but I guess I don't regret the decision. Um, but I mean, sometimes like when you're he- much more heavily invested in something than I was, it can be hard to understand. And I guess I'm not asking for me, but kind of asking is a general question. So how when did should you stop working on a project? Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, there's there's something that we. That, that we kind of have here. And that is what is the reason that you're doing the project in the first place? Um, if the reason that you're doing the project in the first place is to make money, uh, then stop doing it when it's not making money. Um, do you know what I'm saying? Like it, that's when you stop. If the reason that you're doing it is because you love it and you're passionate about it, There's no need to be so angry. I know. I don't know why he's doing it. Throwing everything. If the reason is that that you're, uh, you know, that you're doing it because you're passionate about it, then I think the 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 reason to keep doing it is because you're passionate about it. And if you're no longer passionate about it, then you you can stop. I mean, I I feel like it's you know, there's been so many projects that I've started where I was working on them and working on them and, and working on them, and I thought, you know what? I just don't want to do this anymore. It's not fun anymore. And if you hit, if you hit that point and you're the reason that, that you're doing the project, then you you can stop. I don't know. I, I feel like people, they feel an obligation to do things. They feel an obligation to do, to, to work on something or do something that they're doing. And, uh, and it's, it's become almost like this. They feel this burden and this responsibility and this weight that, well, I've got some people using it, so I need to keep doing it. I mean, if, if you've engaged in some kind of business agreement where they're paying you, then for sure you need to, you need to, to, to complete that contract. But if you don't, then, um, you can stop whenever you feel like stopping. And if your heart's not in it and you're not thrilled to do it anymore and, and you just feel like, you know what, I just don't don't feel like it. I don't care. Uh, hand it off. Let somebody else pick it up. Some of the best projects that are out there, code-wise I'm talking about, are projects that were started by one person. And when that person stopped being interested in it, they said, you know what, this is open source. Let the community do it. Let other people make it better. And that's when it got really good. I can't think of any examples of that off the top of my head, but it's definitely there. Oh, does that answer your question, Aaron McLeod of Clan McLeod? Does that help? I don't feel like I answered yeah, I your question. It does. And that, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of roughly the conclusion I came to, too. But that stuff is something for me to reflect on. With uh, How often do you start a project, involved. Aaron McLeod of the Clan McLeod, where you're really interested in it and you're passionate about it and you build it and you get to the point where you're like, okay, I built that thing and it's doing what I want. And like, eh, I'm done. I don't do it anymore. Because that happened to me all the time. Once I did that initial, it was over that initial challenge of like, can I build it? Can I build it? I can. I'm bored. 
that happened to me all the time. <laughs> There's been so many little websites and little things I've done. I think that's pretty common for people, you know, who are, who are, and I, th- I consider programming and development to be very creative. And I think that's normal for people who are creative. And I always used to admire earlier in my career before I realized that when I started something, I had to commit to finish it. That uh, whatever my definition of finishing it was at the time uh, per project, but uh, you know that that uh, that would happen to me a lot, and I really realized that you you need to stop when it's done, but you need to define what finishing it would be when you start it. So, this software that you've been working on is it done when you say, okay, I I want to build these twenty features, and then it will be done. And then I'll reevaluate it. And that became kind of the, the way that I would determine uh, when to stop. So that if my heart wasn't in it uh, somewhere along that process of it, I would try to keep doing it anyway. Because I sort of made that commitment to myself that, you know what, I really, I want to make it done. And if I choose after it's done to not do anything with it, to throw it away, to delete the repository from GitHub, fine. But, I, you know, so it's like this, this book that I'm working on, the podcasting book. I'm going to write it. And if when I'm done, and what does writing it mean? Well, I have an outline. And I'm going to write all of the chapters in the outline. And when I'm done, if I choose to not do anything with it, if I choose to sell it, if I choose to give it away, well, that's my choice, but I will, I will write it. And I have a vague timeline of when I'd like to write it, but... That's the best way to do it is, is to treat it like a real project. Like Merlin, Merlin would say, make it into a real project and, and say, you know what, uh, this is something that's going to take 20 hours or about. So I'll work on it for 20 hours and I've got to build these 10 things into it or write these 10 chapters or whatever it is that you're doing, you know, do the, do these three designs or comps and I'm going to make it work. I'm going to build it and then I'll decide what to do with it. But if you just have something that's sort of ambiguous and floating around out there and you're like, oh, is it done? I don't know if it's done. These people want more features and they're using it and I got to keep doing it. it you know, it, it even, and Merlin takes us to, to a really far extent in that he takes it into his, uh, into his hobby area too. Like he's going to watch the whole season of this. You know what I mean? He's not just going, oh, I'll try one or I'll try five and I'll stop in the middle. Like you can stop something if you hate it, of course. But pushing through, there's a, there's a lesson to be learned. And if you train yourself, if you train your mind that you're going to finish something that you start, that training teaches your mind to only start things that you think you will finish. And that was a hard part for me. Because I started yeah. tons of things that I never yeah. finished. But now, if I know that I'm not going to say yes to something. I'm not going to start something unless I have every intention to finish it at all costs. Then I won't start it. And not starting something is way better than not finishing something. Quotable, Hattie. Quote, quote, quote it. T-M. All right, listen, Aaron McLeod, Clam McLeod, I got to let you go. I'm going to take some other calls. Thanks very much for the call. Good luck to you. Yeah, no problem. Keep Happy it real. New Year, buddy. Keep it real. Happy New Year. <laughs> Bye. What are you laughing about over there? In your... Oh, nothing. Nothing. More more naked pictures. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing at naked pictures. I just assume, you know, the computer's turned no. around. I don't know what you're doing over there. This cat. Okay. Do we have a second sponsor, Rita? We do. Who is it? Would you like it? Who is it? It's HostGator. Ah, very good. I don't know where you're going to put it. Uh, right here on my uh, lap. <laughs> I'll also do the read. 
HostGator, premier web hosting... Pro- oh, marker for Zach. There you go, Zach. HostGator, premier web hosting provider. I love these guys. You want to start a website? HostGator's going to help you start that website. We're talking about starting things, right, Hattie? Start something. I host stuff on HostGator all the time. I know you Love do. these guys. Because sometimes... You want to write your own code like Iron McCloud of the Clan McCloud. Where do you think he's deploying his Rails apps? I'll tell you where. Better be HostGator. It is HostGator. I guarantee it. I don't even need to check. Why is that? Because they're because they're the yes, duh, they're the best. You have something you want to host. You go to HostGator.com and you set up an account on there. People, and it's secure too. It's so secure. And there's a lot of people out there. They want to host their own site. Maybe they're writing their own code. Maybe they want to use WordPress. Maybe they want to use movable type. Whatever. One click into... That was two clicks. One <laughs> click install. One one clap was for the clicking. Yeah. The other clap was for the excitement that it was only one yeah, click. That's right. Two clap install. They're going to have to run with that. It's just an idea guy. They got VPSs. They got dedicated servers. Listen to me, people. Look Nowhere else. If you want a VPS, if you want a dedicated server, this is the place to go. If you want a shared account, like an old school, you want a Unix login and you want to get Linux, you want to get in there and do whatever you want to do, this is the place to go. Unlimited bandwidth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Unlimited. Unlimited bandwidth. Unlimited Because people disk that space. limit your bandwidth and your disk space are like, blah. They're pigs is what they are. You, you limit someone's bandwidth. You're hogging it for yourself. What are you doing with the bandwidth? Give it to me. Give me the bandwidth. Show me the bandwidth. I'm full of slogans today. They're going to have to run with this. But show me. You know what? Listen, Hattie. I want you to send them I'm an listening. email. Send, what is it, Chris over there? Mm-hmm. Tell him I want to do a promotion, and I want the new promo code to be show me the bandwidth. Show. Yeah, write it down. Me. Take a letter. That's, that's, Show might, me the bandwidth. It it's all be, about 2014. Might be too long. That is a lot of words. They can, if they can fit uh, Snell sent me in here, they can do Show me the bandwidth. It's the same number of letters. You don't have to count it. Trust me. No, it's a It's, it's a the lot. same number. Snell sent me and Show me the... Anyway, that's not the promo code for this. The promo code for this... It says insert code here. Which one is it? Scroll down. Stooge. S-T-O-O-G-E. What does that get you? An amazing 30% off. They're so nice. Listen to me. 30% off. That's, to me, when I see 30% off, I think half. Right, 30 is almost 40, 40 is almost 50, and 50 is half. 30%, almost half off of anything you do over there. You want to get a a nice little fresh VPS set up for yourself. You want a dedicated server. You just want a regular account. They do a lot more. They do SSL certificates. They do tons of stuff. You'd be surprised. And it's 30% off everything that they do. Hostgator.com. Code is stooge. 30% off. 24-7 support. You want to call up in the middle of the night. You want to call up at 2 a.m. New Year's Eve. There's going to be a dude sitting in there ready to answer any questions you have. Ready to fix everything. Ready to help you click the one-click install. You know what I'm saying? They do it all. And Hattie, I want that. I want to see when I go to hostgator.com, I want to see show me the bandwidth right okay. on the front page of their site. Or I'm fired. I'm not saying that. You're implying it though. 
I'm not not implying it. Mm. Okay. I'm not 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 implying. All right. Let's see who's been on. Somebody's been on hold here for a mere 26 minutes, so they will not be next. Oh, I hit the wrong, I hit the wrong thing. Did you, did you take some I off hit someone I hit the screen button. I don't know what that is happening then. I think I think that just sends them back to to you. No, it sends them to the person who's doing call screening on a Skype, another Skype account. I just lost them. Maybe, maybe not. If you got transferred to the screen, thank you very much, Hostgator, for supporting Quit. Hey there, who's this? Uh, this is Anthony from Denver. Anthony from Denver, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Doing well. What are you doing on this first day of the year? Oh, just uh, enjoying uh, the what will be the end of a long amount of time with my family, which has been fantastic. Yeah. And what are you calling Hello. about? Actually, I just call and actually to check in. I actually called uh, in back way back in episode eight. And spoke with uh, you guys. Uh, at the time, I was well. I had been fired. Okay. Um, I then I then got. I basically had a, a great training session with our our managerial staff. Our CEO had second thoughts and decided to rehire me. Mm-hmm. Uh, at which point, by the first day of my rehire, I actually quit because I had found something else. Within how many days? Uh, basically the, the first day of my rehire, mm-hmm. I quit. The first day, one day. One, one, one day in, in the, in the old oh, new job. That's and then crazy. I quit and did something else. Wow. That's exciting. What, well, it sounds uh, like turmoil. What have you been doing? What happened? Why? What was so bad about it? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, the, uh, all, all it was, was basically I, I went from, uh, originally I was a manager, um, now, this was I was doing community management, so like managing condominiums and townhomes and whatnot, uh, HOAs and the like. Okay. And so I was going from being a manager. They decided that they really needed to keep me, but they didn't want me to be a manager anymore. So they were going to make me an assistant to a manager. Mm, assistant to the regional uh, manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. So you know, at the time when they first offered me that, I went, well, okay, sure, fine, seeing as I didn't have anything lined up at that time. Might as well have the backstop. But then by the time I uh, I showed up for, if you will, the first day of being an assistant, I actually handed them my two weeks and said, sorry, I found something better. Uh, I had been offered a position with a, a local IT company, basically doing uh, a mixture of consulting and help desk and basically in VoIP and storage and yada, yada, yada. How did they take that? Um, they took it actually fairly well. I, I, I do wonder on some level they were offering me something just to make sure I had something before I found the next thing, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, they took it very well. Uh, they, they seemed to think it, it would work fine for them. Um, and, you know, that was then, this is now. <laughs> And uh, quite frankly, I haven't looked back, and it's been fantastic. So you took you took a risk, and it paid off for you. And you've had a lot of changes. I mean, that must have been stressful. What was it like? What were you feeling through all this? I mean, now you can look back, and you can you can say, "Hey, yeah, that was that was pretty good. I'm glad I did it." But during, I would have to think that uh, it was uh, was 
relatively stressful and you probably didn't know what was going to happen, right? Or were you just confident and sort of blase the whole way through? Uh, certainly, I was uh, I was stressing pretty hard. I uh, got a few extra gray hairs from it. Did you have heart palpitations? Um, probably a few. Did you uh, suffer I, from I gastroesophageal reflux disease? Uh, no. Okay, good. I don't even know what that is. Uh, heartburn. <laughs> Fancy word for heartburn. heartburn. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I did uh, nothing quite to that level. Certainly, there was a lot of uh, a lot of nervousness, a lot of anxiety. Uh, through the whole thing, but I also had a certain level of confidence in myself that, you know, I, I had the uh, had the tenacity to just put my head down and, and mow through. Now, tenacity, and, now uh, that's, that's that is, the right word. That's the word of the day, tenacity. That is the correct word. And that's really what we're talking yeah. about, oh, isn't absolutely. it? Is that, you know, you, 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 you have to stick with something. And even if sticking with something is means leaving somewhere, it means dealing with a situation that might be unpleasant and not giving up. It's just like Absolutely. starting starting uh, something that you do you don't think you can finish. You got to be able to do it. Absolutely. I mean, and I had plenty of opportunities. You know, I've had lots of opportunities in the new job to prove myself and everything else. It's been. I work for a great a great owner. It's a very very small company, and actually, that's you know. As you said, it, things were really stressful, you know, back in February, way back in quit eight mm-hmm. when I first called in. And now I'm actually looking at my almost another moment similar to that. Uh, so I'm still staying with the new job, but the, it's a very small company and they've unfortunately had some losses. And so they've had to make a decision about how they're going to move forward. And they approached me right before the holidays here and basically said, all right, here's the, here's the realities. Right. Here's what's going on. And they're basically laying off probably better than half of our staff. Whoa. But what they're, what they, yeah, no joke. But what they, what they wanted to talk to me about is that when I go back tomorrow, they want me to be in charge. Really? How do you feel about that? Um, Similar sort of holy crap, what's going on? Right. Uh, you know, certainly a lot of stress, but it's in a way, I, it's I see a really fantastic challenge that could go really fantastically if I again have the tenacity to grab that bull and go for it. Dude, you've got to do it, dude. You've got to do it. What's the question? Yeah. Oh, it's no, it's not a question at all. It's not a question at all. Uh, it's if anything, it, it's it's a lesson. It's a yeah, that's a big freaking thing standing in front of you that looks pretty gnarly. But guess what? You're taking it on. I think this is great. This is a, the best success story I've ever heard in my whole life. I think this is fantastic. Because now you're in a place you never I, even imagined you were going to be in. I didn't know where I thought I'd be for, for years, but I'm being given the chance to do it after probably 10 months. It's amazing. Of... Of, of jumping after no, but don't you think it? that the and, people I mean, that, that know, are there are going to be a little bit kind of freaked out? Oh, I'm, I'm sure there'll be a few people a little bit freaked out. We're going to have to make sure we, uh, uh, we're, we're petting our clients in, in the proper way to keep them happy. Um, you know, doing, doing as we do with our consulting, make sure that they don't panic and go, Oh crap, the company's going away. Right. No, we're still here. 
you know, we're, and we're still strong. All we're doing is we're staying lean so that we can move forward and continue to be there for them. Yeah. Now well, you got your work cut out for you there, but, uh, this is great oh, news sure. for you. It's but great news for I you. I welcome it. I'm so excited oh, for you. This is a great news. I feel uh, thrilled for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, it's, it's just been crazy. I mean, I may be well out of my depth, but you know, I have access to this thing called the internet. I can learn plenty from that. Yeah. Right. This is great though. I'm excited. Well, I think I appreciate the call. Thanks for following back up. And I'm now I'm wondering what, you know, what's going to happen with you. So please keep us up to date and, you know, and let us know, uh, again, call us back and then, and tell us please what's, what, you know, what's happening with you. Absolutely. We'll do. And right. I'll, I'll apologize now. I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably breaking the rules on the avatar stuff. So no, I'll I didn't, I didn't, that. didn't pull yours up. Sorry about that. But yeah, I'm sure you, I'm sure you are. Get your face in there. Yeah. Uh, I will. All right, man. Take care of yourself. You too, Dan. Take care. Bye. Had if Logic didn't have this bug, I'd actually know how long we've been recording for. Well, we started at 4... It's 4.30, I think. It's 6 now. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm not going to... I got to blaze through these four more callers. I got to blaze through them. Can I do? You think I can do it? It waited, waited a long time. Long time. <laughs> hey there, who's this? Hello? Hey there. Hi. Where are you calling uh, from? Art, Who is it? What's hi, your name? Art from Virginia. Oh, Virginia. West Virginia? Art from Virginia. No, uh, regular old Virginia. Better, I think. I'm West Virginians are... Yes. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if West Virginia people would agree with that, but you know. <laughs> it's kind of their problem, right? Yeah. Ooh. Did you hear that? Listen to that. Hold anyway, on. Listen to that. Listen. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> it's pretty good. All right. So what's what's up? What are you calling about? Tell me. Uh, so just to share a story. I guess I've been a, sorry. I'm a, I'm a little starstruck. I've been, <laughs> I've been listening to uh, your shows, Dan, for such a long time. It's kind of weird uh, to actually talk to you. Um. Anyway. Uh. So um, anyway, thanks for doing that. Of course, of course. I'm glad you yeah. called. Finally, fi- what would you wait so long to call for? I mean, uh, let let's see what's going on with you. What's happening with you? Well, uh, in my day job, I'm an analyst, um, or at least that's what my title says. I I kind of lucked into the position when I started out as a as a temp worker. You know, filing like literally just um, filing stuff mm. into filing cabinets. Could you imagine that? They're still using paper files. Um, anyway, the company that I was worked for just, just gotten bought by another much larger company. And, um, you know, with that presented some opportunities to kind of prove myself. And, and by now, um, I, I feel like I'm, I'm really, really good at what I do, which is, which is, uh, it, it's not a great skill. It's just building spreadsheets. Right. Right. Um, but, uh, uh, they tell me that they tell me that I'm I'm really good at what I do. But anyway, I'm I'm bored, and uh, what I'm really excited about is film. And uh, as of a couple of weeks ago, I decided that you know what, it's time to move on. It's uh, it's time for me to quit and uh, move on to Los Angeles. Oh wow! From Virginia to to LA, yeah. And pursue your dream. What what yeah. aspect of film are you interested in doing? Uh, I want to make uh, I want to make future films. I want to make uh, I want to make cool movies. 
So there's a lot been, of I've been doing. I've been doing. Listen, there's a lot of people that, uh, that, that, that want to get into that. And, uh, and, and, you know, so how, you know, this had this, this rings of that really exciting story of like, I'm going to move to LA and I'm going to make it. Uh, why are you going to make it? I hope so. Yeah. Like, (laughs) tell me, tell me your situation. Like how, how old are you and what experience do you have making movies that Um, will get in into the feature film business? I'm 33. Okay. Uh, so and I've been at I've been at this office job for I don't know six seven years I guess. Um, and uh, I mean I've been I, I, I guess I, I don't know how long we have because I know you said you had to blaze through some callers, but uh, so stop me if I'm going too long. But um, I mean I've been I've been really really excited by telling stories, you know, ever since I was a kid, I started out drawing comic books. I tried writing a novel, you know, all these, all these kinds of making up stuff. Right. Um, and, uh, ever since, um, but the thing that got me interested in film was, uh, was Lord of the Rings because that's, that's kind of my genre. That's, you know, swords and armor fantasy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when Lord of the Rings came out, uh, it, it, showed me that, wow, you can do big budget fantasy and you can do it with class and you can win, you know, serious awards and you don't have to be campy and you don't have to, you know, make a, be a a schlocky thing. Mm -hmm. So that's when I started taking film seriously as a, as a, as a medium that I wanted to pursue. And ever since then, you know, I've I've written a few scripts on my own and, and I've shot a few short films on my own. I've done some paid commercial jobs. I've done music videos and, you know, I, in, I feel like in Richmond, I'm actually pretty. I'm actually pretty good at what I do, even though I don't do it full time. You know, mm-hmm. I've compared my work to other to other working pros and other production companies. And I'm like, mine is pretty comfortable. <laughs> so, so anyway, I've been stewing on whether or not to move to LA for such a long time, and, and by such a long time, I mean a, a year plus, mm. because you know, maybe you know, you probably know how it is. It's you know, I own a house here. It's there's, there's, I have a decent job that I have a reasonable amount of respect that I have no, I have no fear of, of job security. Like, I, I mean, they, I, they're my boss are telling me they don't know how they're going to replace me when I'm gone. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I mean, it, I just, it, you, first of all, I, I think it's amazing how people's career paths and, and lives, can go and in in the most unexpected, amazing ways. And rarely do you talk to somebody uh, and, and talk to them and say, is this what you thought you'd be doing? I mean, once in a while you'd be like, yes, I've always wanted to be a doctor. Like fine. But uh, most people who wind up in, in the kinds of jobs uh, that we think are fun and exciting. Usually the answer is God, no, I thought I was going to be this and look where I am today. (laughs) You know, so, so hearing your story uh, of, you know, I've been doing this job and I'm, pretty good at it and you know my my employer is happy with me but this isn't the thing that makes me feel passionate this isn't the thing that i want to do um you know those stories are the inspirational stories and i think it you don't let anybody ever tell you you know like like john Locke would say don't 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 ever tell me what i can't do um because you can pretty much do anything that 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 you want to do um the only thing that concerns me about what you're talking about is it, it sounds like you're talking about giving something up that, uh, that, that does provide you with a certain degree of 
and job security. It provi- provides you with an income and it's something that's pretty good and it's not something you're necessarily trying to run away from so much as you just want to go and try something new. Before, I mean, maybe you already decided to do it, but before you make that huge leap of I'm going to sell my house and quit my job and drive to L.A., is it possible for you to be more involved in the kinds of things that you want to do? That is the making of, you know, of of motion pictures on any level without giving up all of those things that give your life the kind of structure and stability that uh, that that you probably need more than you realize. Believe it or not, that is the very question that I have that I was asking myself for a year and a half is can I can I do this locally? Can I do this while keeping my job? Can I do this the way I wanted to at the scale that I want to while holding this you know lifeline? Yeah. You know, uh, this 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 state this stable piece of of whatever little security it provides. Right. And and it it, it kind of comes back down to you know, what, 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 what do I want to do? Right. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it, because, because I have to, I feel like I have to explain my, my thinking a little further is because I, I, if, if somebody offered me Avengers two tomorrow, right. I probably would take it. Right. Sure. But if somebody, if, if I did that and somebody offered me Avengers three, I'm not sure if I would take that because I don't know if I want to play in, the big corporate arena of filmmaking because that comes with its own, you know, I'm not deluding myself. There are that, that is a a money-making machine that has its own set of rules. And if I don't like the corporate job here, why would I like the corporate job there either? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, and the the question ultimately came to, okay, well, do I want to, do I want to go make somebody else's movie? Or do I want to go, do I want to make my own movies? I want to own my own things. You know, you hear these these Jonathan Colton and even Dan Benjamin type stories where like, look, I'm just going to make something of my own, and 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 maybe you have a million listeners, uh, uh, maybe you don't, um, but but you know, you don't you don't probably don't have Howard Stern type listeners, right? Um, but but you own what you got. <laughs> you're not you're not working for somebody else, and you're working for for your own thing, and that's that's just so great to me. I I, I feel like I feel like that's what I really want to do is, is, is I'd rather make $10 million movies that I own than a hundred million dollar movies that I don't own. Now that said, so, so, so why I moved to LA at all? Well, that's, that's why, that's why the, that's why such a struggle. That's why such, it took such a long time to answer that question. Yeah. Okay. And well, let me, let me, really let me I've got to interrupt you cause I've got to do some more calls, but but listen, I have a couple friends who are here in Austin and they work at a relatively well-known, at least locally, uh, company that does movies. And these people have, a, you know, they work with other people in their industry and they, they, they're very, very good. And they've been working years and years and years and years and years. And now they finally have a film that, uh, They've had a few come out of there, but they have one now, my friend in particular, a movie that he worked on that's that's uh, going to Sundance. And going to Sundance pretty much means like you're going to get picked up. You just hope that you get the deals that you want from... Just kind of wondering which one is want to get picked up. Like, is it going to be a Sony, what is it, their searchlight or, you know, Sony, or is it going to be, you know, which, which, which distributor is the one that's going to give us the best deal? That's 
what you're going to get. But there's, I've, there's, there, I don't know where you live exactly in, in Virginia, but there have to be, oppor- okay. There have to be opportunities there for you locally or remote to be involved with some movie projects that you can do in the evenings and the weekends. I know this sounds feeble based on your big move that you want to do. And I'm not saying don't do it. Prove me wrong. Okay. That's fine. I just feel like you need to immerse yourself in this in a way that, that lets you test the waters a little bit more. I'm not trying to poo poo your plan. Prove me wrong. But I would love to hear you say, I've done, I'm making this up, I've done five independent films. One of them won an award. And I've been talking to such and such production company in LA, and they've been talking to me about, you know, funding my next my next thing that I get to do my way. Like that that makes me feel really good about you moving to LA. You just moving to LA because you think that when you move to LA you're gonna be able to make it happen. You can. Okay, but it sounds like it's gonna be a lot harder to me. It, it is it, it, it is gonna be a lot of work and, and it's not like I'm I'm saying that okay, here are arts and arts and model LA, where's my Oscar, right? Yeah. Um the the thing that I think I think the missing piece of information is that there is basically no film industry in Richmond. Okay, so start one in Richmond. Start one in Richmond. Go to the university. Like, Mm. don't, don't, me. Do something there. Prove that you can do it. Do one, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that's a big move, dude. Like selling your house and quitting your job and, and going out there with the thousands and thousands of other people who are well connected, who have film degrees, who are not tired and old like us, right? But who are 21 years old with that film degree and the ability to work 22 out of the 24 hours a day. And they've already done an internship with a film company or they've worked as a grip or whatever you do on the thing with the set, with the camera, whatever. And they've done that as part of their degrees and they're still out of work. I can't tell you how many people were out of work. People were really creative and talented with film degrees and connections who were standing next to me, sweltering in the heat at honey. I shrunk the kids at MGM studios in Orlando. Like that's their job and they're 35 years old and I'm 20 years old and they're saying, yeah, don't get a film degree kid. Now I'm not saying I'm a, I'm a smart guy that I didn't get a film degree, but you see enough of that and you kind of like, maybe I shouldn't do this. I'm saying the competition in LA is fierce and I'm saying, I want you to be really, really sure. I I gotta let you go, dude. Good luck to you. And I want you to call me. Listen, I hate to cut you short. Call me back. Yeah. Let me know what happens to you. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about you. Call me back. All right. Take care of yourself. Okay. Got to go. Sure. <sighs> Hattie, I want you to take this next call. All right. I'm taking this next call. You take the next call. Hi, who's this? Do it again. Hello. Hey, this is Lewis in Maryland. Hello. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes. Yes, I can. What, what do you want to talk about today? What's, okay. what's wrong? I already know something's wrong. Actually, I have a question. Me and my girlfriend will be visiting Austin next week for about four days, and we're looking to scout it out as a possible place to go. Problem is, is we don't have any job lines up. Just wondering what advice you would have for trying to scout things out in about four days down there. 
to oh and, and you're talking to the right person. You're talking to the right person because Hattie is born and raised <laughs> last night. Are you yeah. looking to like find a place to live, or are you just right, looking that's at more Dan, seeing? But if you're seeing. like sightseeing, that's more me. Yeah, or just anything about Austin right. in particular that's yeah. more her. Well, uh, a place to live as well as uh, like trying to get a job interview. So far, sending resumes in, I've just gotten those form letters back saying, you know, thanks but no thanks. Well, what do you do? Yeah. I'm a Mac tech. I'm mostly on the software troubleshooting side. Uh, I've done hardware. I did hardware for about two years, actually, at the the local Apple store. So you've been a Mac genius uh, or, year, or Mac tech person at an Apple store. I mean, we've got two or three Apple stores here. Yeah, we do. They're making Mac Pros around the corner now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you apply to Apple here? I, I I have not applied to Apple. Ideally, right now, since I'm, I'm still looking to continue for the last year, I've been having a contractor job, nine to five, not retail. I would love to keep doing that. If it looks like that's not the case to do possible, then I would look at the store there as well. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 getting a job here, here's the problem with Austin. People are moving here. What was it, Hattie, that we read? 150 people a day moving to Austin or something? Right. That's how many people a day move to Austin. 150. Yeah, something like that. I think it was 180. There's a oh lot gosh. of people moving here, first of all. Second of all, there's a lot of people already here. And yeah. third, and this is why Everyone's I wanted to be super here. super techie. They're real good. Like, yeah. everybody here gets it. Like, it's like a little San Francisco in that way. Like, people here, they're... they're everybody gets it like they get it and they're they're talented and there's there's no like you can totally be like let's say you're a designer okay or a software developer like you can just be like i'm a software developer and people will run up to you on the street their car they'll pull their car over to the curb run it up on the <laughs> curb and to be like get in the car right now i have work for you like right. that's that's constant work in yes Austin, yeah. you you can be it has the best um economy and job uh stuff like that it's, it's, it's the best best place so you're to moving live. to a good place yes. okay but if you're if you're from out of town and you're like i want to get hired in austin you're competing with all the people in austin who are currently who are, still trying to find a job in austin <laughs> right and 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 the thing about that is if i'm hiring to to find somebody and they're already here and they're already situated and i want them to start right now I might be more inclined to hire somebody. I'm not saying I wouldn't wait for somebody or hire somebody out of town if they were the like right candidate. A, a bigger company would do that. Right. But I feel like what in. you're doing specifically is something that there are probably a lot of people in Austin already doing. Doesn't mean don't do it. Doesn't mean don't come here. But it, it, it just means be aware that as as you're sending in your 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 resumes that you're competing with a lot of local folks too. So the 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 finding a job part is, you know, you might have to turn to LinkedIn for that. You might have to turn to Twitter and your friends on Facebook and people like that to be like, hey, anybody know of anyone hiring doing these kinds of things in Austin? Um, you know, my advice is always have a job before you move. That's not always possible. Right. Uh, but that that's always a good way to do it. And Even you said if authentic you, jobs too, right? Authentic jobs is a great place to look. Indeed.com, which is an Austin company, another good site to look at for jobs. Uh, in Austin, you know, find some temporary work, find yeah. a contract work Until like you're doing you can now. Find the job that you do want. Yeah. Uh, as far as like where to right. where where to buy a house or to or to to look to live, another thing, very competitive here to rent or buy a home or you know apartments. That's easy, but to rent or buy a home. So my advice is, unless you got like three dogs and a bunch of kids, uh, just go get an apartment. 
to see if you like it first. Spend a year oh, here. Yeah, but you can find apartments near where you think yeah. you might be living. And on the northwest side of town, uh, way, way more affordable. Your 15-minute oh, yeah. drive from downtowns, you can still get there. And uh, you just don't be on anything that requires you to be on I-35. Write that down. No, don't go anywhere near. But Mopac, if you're not in, on, on no, rush no. hour, Mopac's fine if it's not rush hour. And there's lots of back ways around. How do you tell there's you There's always, if you are sitting there in traffic and you're like, I'm going to pull all my fingernails out if I can't get out of this. Look on your map. Just open the maps on your phone. Try a different route because yes. it'll, it'll get you there. All right. And, uh, and, and finally, if you're looking for a good barbecue, um, ah. I would recommend the Salt Lake. Now, it's a drive out of town. If you don't have the luxury of like a 45-minute drive right. uh, south of, uh, of downtown, you could, you could uh, do some nice tablecloth barbecue at a place called Lambert's. And then, uh, you know what? People... I feel like I need like a frequent visitor card yeah, we need to that place because like I think I would have already had like 35 referrals, free meals. And then the yeah, other thing, the other thing you want to keep in mind is Rudy's is, is not the best barbecue in the world, but it's just but fine. it's really good barbecue. It's a good barbecue. It's fine. But don't be ashamed to eat it. We need Rudy's. Try the chicken too. It's really oh, good. Listen, good luck to you and call us back and let us know what you do. I got to let you go. Bye. You're on fire today. I have to get through these these calls. All right, Hattie, since that one wasn't regular, you're going to have to do this next one, okay? Give me okay. a second. After I hit the, the take yeah, call you, button. you look at me like, I will, why aren't you I will anything? signal, because in your mind, the, the weird lady voice comes on and says, you are now on the air. So you have to allow and a time. Goes, right, you get allow a time to do okay. that. So I will, I will give you a hand signal that will let you know when okay. to. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Do you like that hand signal? <laughs> yeah. Hello. Is that me? Yes, that's you. Who are you? Oh, okay. This is uh, this is a return call. This is Pogo. Hello. From, uh, episode seventeen. Ah, Dan's pulling it up right now. <laughs> what? Um, the uh, author of the uh, Four Hour Sleep Night. Ah, uh, are you are you checking are you checking back in? Did Dan tell you to call back? Uh, yeah. Um, this is, I'm, I'm in act two of my uh, adventure now. Okay. Remind um, us of act one. In, uh, uh, in, in act one, um, I, I called to express my, uh, discomfort at my retail job and, uh, the fluctuating shifts that I worked at that retail job. And, um, since that call, um, there was a, there was an opportunity f- for me to move to a different position. Uh, which was more of a behind the scenes, uh, not much customer interaction, which was more ideal for me because mm-hmm. I have, you know, like that kind of behind the scenes, getting task oriented, not so much customer oriented work. Right. Um, and I ended up being passed over for that position. Um, the reason given that I was basically too valuable in my position to, not that it was really oh. a promotion, but I was too valuable to let out of that pen, so to speak. Hmm. Um, and now since then, there was another behind the scenes position that I actually have been given, um, which is a uh, fulfilling, uh, let me rephrase, not, not to say that it's satisfying, fulfilling in the sense that I'm fulfilling orders for shipments. Ah, uh, yes. Um, but, uh, I wanted to, to call and check in and say, yes, I am still uh, still working retail and still not doing my uh, creative outlet that I was hoping for. But um, now that I do have the uh, 
sort of fixed schedule that we had discussed in the mm-hmm. previous call, um, the wheels are kind of turning. You have the opportunity now. Is right. what you're saying. And what was right. your what was your creative outlet again? Um, I've been trying to uh, get some momentum on a comic strip. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Um, which. Um, one of the other highlights from uh, the, the previous call was the uh, the big Ira Glass quote about, you know, letting your own taste hold you back because you don't think your own work's good enough. Um, I've been sort of uh, spending a little bit of time trying to rebuild the site, repopulate old uh, comics that I had lost after a hosting issue. Uh, but oh, dude, come on, dude. I got to jump in at this part. <laughs> you got to have backups, dude. What's that? You're going to have backups. Oh, no, 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 no. The files. I have the files. <sighs> oh, you had to put them back on your... This guy's site. disorganized. Yeah, I just had to, I had to, I had to rebuild the archive. I didn't lose the actual file. Okay, I was worried about it. All right, listen. What <laughs> yeah, Hattie's no, trying I'm... to, what Hattie's trying to say is, what's the update? Give us the update. What's he, happening? He says he has the schedule uh, yep. now. Okay, he, so he's got he the schedule. Work on it. Beautiful. What's your next step? Are you... So I'm still... Well, now I guess the next step is to... Uh, now that now that the uh, the dates of the year has rolled over, it's given me an arbitrary point right. to uh, right. get into some better habits, uh, basically produce content on a more regular basis, and uh, build up that body of work and not let my uh anxiety about the quality of the work or the consistency or that that sort of thing hold me back yeah put it out there man i mean you want to do the best do the best job you can do like like mom always said as long as Mm -hmm. you're doing the best job you can do but be consistent be consistent be consistent right yeah do it and do whatever people get pissed off at me when i don't do this show on a regular basis or any of the shows on a regular basis we missed a couple weeks there and people are all bent out of shape about it as they should be because i have made a commitment to them you to that yes which is good and you've got to hold yourself to it until you have a big enough audience. Okay, that's all I've got time for for you. But I want you to keep doing this. I want you to all keep right. doing it. Keep now that doing you have it. your schedule, you've use got this. You, what's your excuse now? It's January 1. Come on, dude. It's yeah, January 1. What's wrong? what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Why are you calling me and not working no, on your comic? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I expect 10 comics by the end of the day on my desk by tomorrow morning. By the morning. end of the day? By the end of the day. It's, 624 right. I'm talking about central time. No, we, we, 624 central. Even if they suck, put them out there. You th- Listen, I'm in, I mean, I... Jory did a, um, a, an icon, icon every single day. day. And you know what? Some of them were outstanding and some of them were yeah. pretty good. Yeah. But and it you made know him what? better in the end. That's right. And you know what? Diesel Sweeties, Rich Stevens. He, he pumps out comics out all the yeah. time. And you know what? I, I will say some of them make me laugh my ass off. Other ones like, oh, that's kind of a little chuckle. And some but you of know them what? Just fly he, right shows, over my head. he shows and up he and he does them. And you know what? He's made that commitment. He's done that for years and years and years and years and years. Yeah. So get, get to it. Tired of your excuses. <laughs> I will. No Stay more excuses from you. And put, you know what? Put a little banner ad up on the site and start making some money. Some cashola. Cashola, cash money. Payola. All right, yeah, thanks for the call, man. Happy that is one of my genuine resolutions. Do it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Heidi, we've got one last call. One? You've been doing so well. I want really? you to t- Yeah, I want you to take this one. 917. Like... 
You ready for this one? Yeah, so you're going to give me the hand signal. I'll give you another hand signal. Let's just say it's a very kind hand signal. Hello. Hi. Who is this? You sound out of breath. Yeah, he's all panty. (laughs) Is that a word? No. uh, No, uh, I'm Sam from New York. Uh, I'm an iOS developer going to school in Chicago. Good. What's your question? <laughs> You're so creepy, Dan. <laughs> so my my issue is that I'm 19. I've got a few apps on the App Store. Um, okay, congratulations! That's a huge accomplishment. Huge accomplishment for somebody 19 years old to God have apps. to have written. I'm I'm assuming you're probably self taught. Then, if you're 19, you're probably not through college with a computer science degree or something, right? No, I've taken one computer science class in my life. Um, I'm you know, proud I, of you. Right now, I work for... Thanks. Um, but I'm having trouble trying to secure an internship for the summer. Uh, mm. You know, call up, uh, you know, or now submit forms online to, right. to these big companies out in Silicon Valley. And, you know, sometimes I don't hear back from them. Other times, you know, in an interview, they ask me to do... Uh, Silly coding tests, and um, you know, I'm. I know that I'm a capable developer, but it's it's hard for me to convince other people that I am. So do you, do you feel do that, that that's because of your age? That very well could be part of it. Um. Okay. So you're 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 in college. You're looking for a good internship. You have a few apps in the app store. Have the apps, just curious, have they made any money at all or no? So, um, my... Does, I mean, yes or no? Yeah, yes or no? Been for, well, it's been for a company I've been working for. It has 50,000 monthly users. It hasn't it, So, it's a, an app that you built for somebody else. Yep. Okay, that's even better than building an app for I yourself know. in a way because you've built something, worked on something for a big, bigger company. What that says to a potential employer is this guy can do some work for me that will right. make me money. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what employers like. They like people who make the money. I like Hattie a lot. <laughs> and, uh, and, and part of the reason why is she, she get, keeps the business side the of this thing running. She's, she's the one that makes sure we get the checks. And if you're the person who's going to make sure that that in one way or another we're getting checks, your boss is going to like you a lot too. Um, (laughs) You know, so I see that as a really good thing, and you need to tout that on your resume. Yeah. uh, When you're sending this out, first question is: Does your school not uh, have a internship placements system in anything like that, or or, are you not? You're not in Silicon Valley, right? You're you're somewhere else. So. I'm, I'm at the University of Chicago, so we do have a uh, career advancement center and all that. But, you know, since we're not an engineering school, companies don't tend to recruit. That makes sense. Uh, you you're, know, you're, yeah, you know, that, that um, sucks. You're up, against, uh, you're up against a bit of an uphill uh, climb there. That's true. Um, <sighs> tricky. Uh uh, you know, I know Silicon Valley companies are sexy, right? But are there local companies in your town that might need you to do some work? It might not be as glamorous as going to Silicon just, Valley. But even if it's not Silicon Valley, just any other large cities in general. Yeah. 
Um, so, I, you know, I haven't just been looking at companies in Silicon Valley, also uh, companies in New York, which is where I'm from. Um, but it, it's, it's really frustrating to me that I'm not getting an opportunity to really convince these people that, you know, I can make them money. I've, it seems like I'm doing everything right. You know, I have apps on the store. I've done contracting work. I've got plenty of open source code out there. Uh, but it's still hard to be taken seriously. What, what do you feel your biggest obstacle is? I feel my biggest obstacle is just getting someone who's willing to listen to me and have a, like a technical discussion where I can show that I know what I'm doing. Because mm. I, I, I feel convinced that if I can you know, get in a room with someone and they sit down and listen, that they'll like what they hear. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have an idea. I have an idea. Are there any kind of technical, technical like dev- developer engineer meetups in Chicago in general to where it's a it's an event where you can go and just kind of introduce yourself and make friends and things like that that maybe the person you might be talking to about you know a problem you might be ha- having with something you're working on or something like that showing your technical skills already that they might say hey actually we have an opening at our company or something like that is that something that you would do so I've I've been to some meetups uh, in New York over the summer, but I haven't been to any in Chicago yet. Yeah, that probably is something I should be doing. Because I mean, if you stay in the community and you get your your name out there, like you always you want you want people to be like, oh yeah, you know, Sam, it's Sam. Like you know him, he's he's great. Like pass that pass your name around like that. That's good. That's a good thing. That's a great idea. I mean, here's what what I think Hattie's saying and is come, that, come ready with like, you know, I know Dan, you hate the whole personal brand thing, but like, no, come I, with a great business card and yeah. come with a great resume and a good site to send people to, and like, you know, in other words, do some networking. Networking. Uh, do some networking, which is the fun part of job seeking, <laughs> you know, do some networking, set up a website for yourself, have a business card, Put job you can seeking print out. In your go Twitter to bio every single right developer meetup that's in your town and no hand your card small, out. And you know yeah. what? Let me, let me put it this way. You're not having luck with New York and San Francisco right now. Deal with it. You're not going to go to San Francisco or New York for this right now. You might I'm be not saying give year, up. Right? I'm not saying give up. I'm saying you're getting closer to when you need to nail down this internship. I'm guessing you might need one more ladder rung before you can get to right. Maybe Silicon Valley. So, so you know what? Pick a different city. Pick every city. Go to every single meetup that's in town. Talk to somebody locally. I guarantee you, there's people locally who want to work. Find somewhere to remote to do it and do it remote if you have to do it. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm 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 not trying to bring you down about it. I'm saying. Pick something, because if at the end of the day you can say, I've got an internship here, it's not exactly the internship that I wanted, but I'm going to make the best out of it because I need to learn and I need to get more stuff on my resume. And the the, um, advantage that you have for may not, you you know, you may not be working for a giant company, your dream company, whatever, Um, but like I had, had, uh, when I was a design student, um, I 
you know, had my dream companies in Austin that I totally wanted to work for. But I ended up um, interning at a smaller design agency. And so I got tons of one-on-one time with the head designer. Like I was literally sitting next to them all day. So I learned so much more, but because I was at a smaller company and because I was able to get that one-on-one time like that. So there are advantages to not going to the big giant agencies that, you know, might be appealing now. You, and you be a, won't you be disappointed. Be a, you won't be disappointed. Because you can be a bigger fish in a smaller pond, you exactly. know? Exactly. You can be like the guy. So, you know, I, I did that last summer. I was, um, you know, working at a startup in New York. You might have heard of it, Code Academy. Um, being a mobile developer there, I've been at this company Slater. Um, and I, I just feel like there is a different experience to get from being in a bigger company. There, there, there is. There is, yeah. And I guess it's... But you know what? Maybe you're not going to get know, it this I, time. Okay, but maybe you're not going to get it this time. I'm not saying you won't. I'm not saying give up. Uh, I'm, I'm saying, you know, put your code on GitHub. And when a company says do that stupid little code exercise, do it. But do it the best and do and fix something that they have wrong in that little thing. You know, I remember back in the old, 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 old days, before we knew much about the what 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 was called Net Ten, which is ten dot o dot o dot one or ten dot one dot whatever. In other words, the private network that uses the ten dot IP addressing scheme. Before that, we had one nine two one six eight. Okay. That's what you used to use for your private networks when you're doing that and other things like that, when you had to do this stuff by hand. I had in my own little computer lab and, uh, and, and, you know, in my house and also what I had implemented the company that I work for, I had manually doing IP forwarding and firewalling on a free BSD system before the days of open BSD. I was coding these rules by hand on 192.168. I basically wrote because my boss was too cheap to buy a real router, I had to make my own from spare parts out of a free BSD machine before Linux was usable for this kind of thing. IP forwarding. Okay? I wrote this myself and I went to a job interview and the person interviewing me is like, can you please explain what Net10 is? I'm like, Net10? What are you talking about? Or heard of it. Didn't get the job. That was one of the few interviews I didn't get the job for. <laughs> Because like we're not going to hire this bozo if he doesn't know what that. Well, no, I knew what one nine two one six eight was because I was writing my own firewall rules on a FreeBSD machine that I built. I would have done these guys a huge favor because I didn't know the term Net Ten. And he finally explained to me what the term Net Ten was. I was like, oh yeah, I know what that is, and I felt like a moron but because I wasn't properly schooled in the world of uh, you know whatever. Because I picked up a book and I read it myself, and I read news groups about it, and I never heard the term Net Ten. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, yeah. my point is, listen, I got to let you go. My point is this. You should be hitting the pavement every single day and you may have to take what you get, but don't give up. Keep trying. Keep applying to those things. And you better be applying. Like, don't, don't just be oh, these three that are my favorite. No, literally get out Everything. there, print out a hundred resumes a and thousand. just go or, you know, print. There's me showing my age but um no just get out there and just email those like crazy like bother everyone and send them a thousand times okay listen just get out there and keep doing it and and if they ask you to write stupid code examples you think of it as a coding exercise write it 
Make it funny. Use funny variable names. Or say something, you know, funny in the interview that shows that this is very basic for yeah. you, but in a nice way, not yeah. in a show-off way, yeah. you know. Send your resume. Send, and here's again, here's my general rules for when you're applying for a job. Step one, you send the application. It's no different for an internship. Step one, you send, you know, you, you, you send in your cover. If whatever they ask for, they just want your resume, just send that. They want a cover letter and a resume, send it. Customize the cover letter. Don't make a mistake and put the wrong company name or leave make something sure blank. Make sure it's capitalized and everything, you know, in the right places. And send it's it all in. Spell check. Send it in. Wait seven days. Contact them again. I sent my application or resume or whatever seven days ago. I was wondering if you had anything else. Okay, great. And they say, yes, we received it. Thank you. We'll be in touch. Wait another seven days. Contact them again. And if they still don't get back to you, never contact them uh, again for this round. You can apply again for another job, but that's enough. You'd contact them twice. Do that with every single company that you've keep applied a, to. Keep a you Google can call Doc them by phone too. Yes. Like called once this week, called once this week, like stay on top of it. Be meticulous. All right, listen, buddy. Uh, call us back and let you know. Let Good us luck, know what happens Sam. in a couple of weeks. Good luck to you. All right, Great. bye. Good luck. I don't feel like we helped him at all. I don't feel like we helped him either. He had. He had. I don't know. Like, uh, what? What? I don't want to say this because it's going to sound mean. But I think he's just frustrated. You think? Yeah. Because I feel like there's a little bit of like, I should be working up in uh, San Francisco and New York. I don't want to be here in this town. You well, that's know? how I, I felt. Why play? Why can't I have a little drink time? You, know, that's, what you know what I'm saying? That's how I felt, though. You know, I was like, especially, I mean, again, dating back. When I was picking out colleges, I was like, ew, I don't want to go to school in San Marcos. That's disgusting. Like, 20 minutes outside Austin? What? No. I want to I want to go to RISD. You know? I want to go to Pratt. Things like that. Well, Hattie, shut up, number one. Number two, go and get the best education that you can somewhere that's going to fit you. I couldn't have cut it up in New York. Are you kidding me? But I thought that I should have been up there. Because I was trying to be confident. Thanks. Okay. Well, I think that's good advice. Take take what you get and make the best out of it. Yeah. All right. So that's it for this episode of Quit. Thanks for uh, listening to us. I had a great time doing this. We should do more of these once in a while. I like how you said we're going to do a 30-minute show and it's been two hours. Well, <laughs> sorry I ruined Christmas. Oh, wait. That was you. What? 5by5.tv <laughs> slash quit slash 46 if you want to get to ooh, oh. if you want to get to the uh, the show notes. Uh, 5by5.tv slash quit slash 46. Oh, I made the newsletter free. Oh. So those of you who... A, it's a Christmas miracle. Those of you who... Because we're sending so many of them out. Those of you who, uh, who, who didn't want to support the show anymore and canceled uh, unsubscribed from the newsletter... Subscribe because again, it was because charging you three dollars, three whole dollars a month to support the show and keep me doing it. Uh, you can go back and sign back up now because it's free now. And that's at five by five dot TV slash quit slash newsletter or just click the newsletter link in the sidebar. Five by five dot TV slash quit. I am Dan Benjamin on Twitter. This is Hattie Bird, H-A-D-D-I-E Bird on Twitter. I'll we would never love get my actual name. <laughs> we would love what? 
We would love for people to uh, tune in, rate the show on iTunes. Oh, that's so important. No one ever does that. Do it. Go to iTunes, give it five stars, give it three stars, whatever you think it's worth, but just go in there and rate it. Ratings are good. No ratings are bad. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me on uh, this New Year's to our Day. Two sponsors. Two sponsors. Hostgator.com. <laughs> and the uh, French version. Uh, Square Espeso. Oh, Spanish. Appreciate their support. And uh, if you have a pod, if you have a podcast yeah, you'd like to get represented in sponsorships, please go to ArcherAvenue.com. We'll consider it. Fill out the little, uh, little form there. Send us a it's sample a of your of your code. There's it's, there's some funny things in there. And uh, and if if you would like to advertise on Five by Five, of course that's a place to go now too. Artravenue.com. Thanks if very much for tuning in. If you are a sponsor and you want to give us your money and have your ads run on our shows and get more visitors or people, that's the way to do it. Hattie, happy New Year. Happy New Year, Dan. Talk to you guys next week. See ya.